Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Irvin, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I am so excited. This is my very first guest speaker, and I couldn't be happier to have Allie on with me. So just give me two minutes of your time to introduce Allie, and I will probably butcher this, so Allie, jump in if I get anything wrong. But Allie is married with two boys. She has a wonderful firefighter husband who also has a side gig as a welder, so we are in good company. We love entrepreneurs on this podcast. And Ali and I met because she is an incredible leader, a diamond director with Tiber River Naturals, which is a Canadian company. Am I right there? Yep. We are Winnipeg based. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about Tiber. I won't butcher that part. I'll let you carry that part. (laughs) (laughs) All good. So yeah, Tiber River is actually uh, celebrating their 20th year in business. We started um, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, um, a lady by the... Uh, name of Adriana DeLuca decided she wanted to stay home with her baby and so she started making soap in her basement and so many people love that product she started selling it to friends and family and lo and behold created a direct sales company um yeah back 20 years ago uh that company became or those products became so popular she actually ended up opening uh, a store and then went back to her roots, which is why she wanted to stay home, um, closed her store and went into wholesale. So oh, that is, and from there, she then went full circle back into direct sales because she knew at that point she had developed over 200 products uh, that people wanted to get their hands on. So Tiber River was born uh, officially as a direct sales company just a little over six years ago. And we are just over 1,200 consultants in Canada now. Wow, that's amazing. And that segues into perfectly. So you have 1,200 consultants in Canada and almost 800 of them are under you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is a seriously good statistic. So (laughs) with the company since close to the beginning. Yeah, I've been with, yeah, I've been with the direct sales division uh, for the last five years, I just celebrated my five-year anniversary at the beginning of this month. So it's been an incredible adventure um, as we kind of navigate what makes direct sales uh, different from, you know, a retail location, which we we also have in Winnipeg, but also um, just learning learning as we go from other companies that are, have already blazed a trail for us. So it's been an adventure for sure. <laughs> Well, I love that you are so involved in that. And every time we talk, I get to hear all of the incredible things that you are working on behind the scenes with your company. I just think that must be such a unique perspective to have that kind of like that inner eye, like being able to know that what you're doing is really like impacting everybody else in the entire company. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, You know, just a little backstory. Um, When I joined Tiber River, we were working out of a tiny... Um, I will say it was like a 1500 square foot 
um, factory where we also shipped all of our products from. Our CFO was also our shipper and also our packer. So um, we have now evolved into a company or a, a location of 11,000 square feet. And we're, we're legit, we're feeling a little more legit than we were when, uh, when I started, but, um, yeah, I mean, we are grass, we started grassroots, um, like I said, in a basement, moved into a factory or a small factory warehouse. And now we're obviously, um, you know, we have, we have certain, uh, things that are in place and our corporate team is also based in that factory. So it's, it's pretty amazing to just be a part of like from, not from the very beginning, but definitely from the evolution of the direct sales side. So that's been really fun. Well, and how inspiring is that really? Like to really look, and I think all of us kind of feel sometimes in network marketing and direct sales that like, is this a real business? Is that, is this because we're working out of our car, we're working like while we're watching our kids play sports and stuff, but like that's, that's exactly how the best businesses are grown, right? Right from the like ground floor and just however it works is how it works. Yes. Yeah. And, and really that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing. And, and just being able to connect with other people, um, you know, your kids having a meltdown in the room, we're having a conversation, my kids asking for food. It's like, we just get each other in this industry. So it's super cool to have those connections and just work with people that just get it and, and make it work. So many, so many meetings have been held in cars during yeah. soccer games. <laughs> that is what women do. We just make it happen and we just fit it in. That's for sure. <laughs> so I am going to give you a couple rapid fire questions just so that all of the listeners can get to know you that one bit better. And then we are going to talk about the biggest things that you have learned in your business. And I have one in particular that I want us to focus on. So this is a little self-serving for me because I know this is a topic that I get asked about a lot, but I like to work things in my favor. So <laughs> with like couple rapid fire questions. So tell me three things that we should all know about you. All right. So three things. Um, I love to travel. Um, and, and that's something that I have not made a priority in my life until last year. Um, so traveling is big for me. And I don't just mean like going to the city because I live in the country. Um, <laughs> my family and I actually took a trip to Thailand last winter. And wow. um, there are definitely three more locations on my bucket list. So traveling has become a priority. Um, we love to, uh, I thought I, this is a, this is a fun fact. I thought I was a snowboarder and I'm apparently not. I'm actually a skier. So there's a fun fact. Um, I started skiing when I was three years old. When I was 16, I thought it was cool to be a snowboarder. Well, I definitely know for a fact I am not a snowboarder. My body told me so. And fun fact number three, I am turning 40 next month. So, um, yeah. So I am I'm not that far behind you, my friend. <laughs> I'm celebrating 40 um, with the launch of my blog this year. So that's, that's another fun thing. and fabulous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're almost there. Right? Okay, so I am a total book nerd. So what is your favorite book? I, okay, so the, I love giving books as gifts. Yeah, I love you. Um, the best book that I, my favorite book is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I love that book. Side so, note, anybody who has not read that book, I'm going to recommend that you actually listen to it because there's like, it's one thing to read her swearing at you, but it is quite another to listen to her with her voice swear at you that it's just an experience that every entrepreneur should have. 
I agree. And if you haven't checked out, she also has You Are a Badass with Money. Um, and that is a great follow-up to the, uh, the big yellow badass book. Agreed, agreed. And she just launched a new one a couple months ago. I don't know if you've read it. Um, little guy? Yeah, it was a little one. I listened to it. I can't say it's my favorite out of the three, but I just think it wasn't the message that I needed to hear when I was listening to it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot about mindset and I just think I had overcome those mindset issues, but all of her books are an incredible insight into the way that we think. That's so true. And, and it's just, yeah, that was really the turning point for me um, leading into podcasts and other things like that, that I could kind of dive into. Yes. Okay. So you just segued. What is your favorite podcast? Of course, other than this one. Right. Obviously. Um, so I started with podcasts, um, honestly, only six months ago. It wasn't like, a, it was a thing that people were telling me about, but it wasn't something that I had even looked into. Um, my brothers both love podcasts and they're like, you got to listen. And I'm like, okay, yeah. When, when do I have time? Dude, this is the best thing ever because you can listen in your car. You can listen when you're out for a walk. You can listen anywhere. And so Jenna Kutcher um, kind of kicked off my adventure with uh, her gold digger. And then somebody told me about Gary V. So speaking of getting sworn at, this guy cusses like nobody's business, but he is so impactful. And I just absolutely love his style. Um, Have you read his book, Crushing It? Yeah. I probably... For anybody who wants to actually do this business as a full-time job and actually wants to take it to the next, and you have to really, really want to do it, that book is a game changer. And listen to his book because if you do, it's, he's got like all these little extras. So good. Yes, it's so, so good. good. And he's so real. Yeah, he really he is. And sugarcoat anything the way some, like a lot of people, and I do too, sometimes sugarcoat it for my team and for others. He's just like, look, if you want to do it, this is what it's going to take. And I don't feel bad about telling you it's going to take you four hours a day if you want to build on Instagram. Yes, yes. And then the last one that I have, well, obviously Rachel Hollis is huge, which we can talk about Rachel all day long. Um, I have another one that is super, super uh, close to my heart. It's called Cut the Crap by a guy named Ryan Caligiuri. Put that on your list. He's Write a, it down now. Yes. Ryan Caligiuri cut the crap. And he is, um, he just, you know, he's kind of evolved his website, what he, or his podcast, he speaks to authors about um, their books and kind of Cole's notes it with them, but he's huge on mindset as well. And he has created a program called Create Your Eight, which is incredible. It's just about when you wake up in the morning and taking um, where you're at at the beginning of your day and getting yourself to an eight every day and just being able to just be aware of where you're at, check in points during the day and just listen, honestly, it will, you can thank ah. me later. He's amazing. Okay. What I love about talking with you is that every single time I do, I'm furiously writing notes because <laughs> always tell me something that I need to think about, that I need to go listen, that I need to go read. And that is going to be top on my list. I can't, I, and there's nothing better than finding a new book or a new podcast that you just want to like consume. Isn't that right? And uh, girlfriend, I'm getting notes from you too. So <laughs> I love, I love these. I love our chats because I know. It's just like guys shout out to, if you have any pacing partners or like business people that are just in that zone with you, there is nothing better and nothing more powerful. And Allie and I are not in the same business, but we are in the same business, right? Like we're in the trenches Ooh. together and there's nothing more powerful than women helping women. And we've never met in person. We've only known each other for three or four months, and she's a driving force. 
Agreed, girlfriend. Back at ya. Okay, one last fun question. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, only one thing, what would that one thing be? Pizza. <laughs> that was no, there was no breathing point there. No, it's like, <laughs> it is a food group. It is, it is, it's, it's my go-to. It is the thing. It's where we meet when we meet with our key people. It's pizza all day, every day. My girlfriend's trying to convince me to get a pizza tattoo. It's not happening, but uh, <laughs> oh, is, I could yeah. see that. I could see a pizza tattoo right on your butt. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yes, but pizza, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to dip into like the business stuff. And I basically have two questions for you. And number one, knowing that there are a lot of direct sales and network, network marketing people listening to this podcast, why is it that you got started with a net, like a direct sales company? Okay. So this is, this is bizarre. I, I like this bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre because this was not, this was not the path. I, I had my own business. Um, back, uh, I'll go back 12 years. I was working in a tower uh, selling stock. I was a, um, a stockbroker assistant uh, for a company for a big bank. Um, I knew for a fact that that was not going to serve my soul. Um, so I had a very supportive entrepreneurial husband who let me or, or encouraged me, I should say, to be able to stay home with my kids. I started my own company online selling, manufacturing, and connecting with other women who are also doing the same thing uh, with, with baby products. And that is actually how I ended up connecting with Tiber River. So fast forward, the direct sales opportunity came up. I was connected already with the, one of the owners, and that is how I landed uh, with Tiber River. Now, I knew the brand was great. I believed in the company's um, passion, their mission to be able to give people better options for earth-friendly, safe products for their bath, body, and home needs. So that really aligned with what I was already doing with my company. I closed my company and here we are. <laughs> That's incredible. And you know what? I just feel like pe some people are just meant to be entrepreneurs. Like I know, I knew in my blood that I was meant to be, I've had several small businesses before I kind of landed on, on this one. And then once you dig into this, kind of business model that I don't know that there's a better business model out there. No, it's true. And it's self-driven and it's creative, um, you know, and, and be able to keep those things like the elements of why we love this style of business, it's creativity and it's the being able to, um, you know, think outside the box. Yeah. But be, being, being so fortunate to be, have, have a great structure and a great product to get behind. Yeah, so you don't have to make franchising something, right? Without those entry costs. Absolutely. I mean, it, there's no easier, more cost-effective business to be in than, than this. And just being able to help people with their economic situations, is, it's so beneficial. Completely agree. Okay, so my next question, and I'm going to lead you a bit on this one because you have an awesome blog and you did a post that really resonated with me a couple of weeks ago that I shared with my team, that I shared with my greater community, and I took a lot away from personally as well because I completely agree. But what has been one of your biggest learnings in this business and in brackets? Please talk about the follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I will say when I got into this business, like I said, I had, um, because we were so new to the industry, I didn't really have um, a strong leader who had already blazed a trail for me. 
So the one thing I, I'm a carrot chaser through and through, put a carrot in front of me. I am always after, um, giving the next customer a new experience. But what I was doing in lieu of that is I was like t exposing everyone I knew to Tiber river. And then once they had the product, I was absolutely forgetting that they had the product. So I would just be like, Oh, they'll just let me know when they need more. That doesn't happen because people get busy and this is life, right? So, I mean, I would, I, I can say, I've tried to actually calculate and I think I'm, I've, I'm gonna say 10,000, it might be more dollars that I left on the table by not ever following up with those people. So I actually went through my list. Um, I have over 1800 customers in my system, but I don't actually have all of their contact information. I have their name maybe their address. I don't have, nobody's going to come to your house and be like, Oh, hi, do you want more soap? Um, so no one's hunting you down. No. So I didn't have email addresses. I didn't have phone numbers. I legit just wanted to get them their product and go find the next person. So I will say this, the most important, most important thing that you can do is make those connections and make sure that they know when they're filling out those sheets, that you need their information because you want to follow up with them because you want to make sure that they love what they, what they have. And I will tell you guys, the best thing that I have found is if a customer doesn't like something and they get a phone call from you and you're able to fix it for them, that is your customer for life. Yeah. I've often told people that a return is really not the worst thing that can happen in your business. It's awesome. It's actually one of the best because it's an opportunity to show people what you can do to make the situation better. And they come out of it as a raving fan. Absolutely. I know that so I can do anything better as long as I know about it. Absolutely. And I was going to say, I have booked parties mm -hmm. off somebody who doesn't like something that they got from another party or mean they don't like you. No, no. And that's the thing. I think what we, I think the, that's, and that's a fear thing, right? So that's something that we all need to overcome. And, and somebody said something to me the other day, um, or I read it somewhere and I think I might've included it in my blog, but if somebody sold you something and you never heard from the, them again, how would you feel? Right. Right. It's kind of rude, right. It's like, I'm not talking about going to Walmart. Okay. No, like, we don't know. but a high end, like you've got probably incredible customer service right yeah. off the get go, but yeah. then that completely dropped off. Yeah. And then they never heard from you again. So you ghosted them. Simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it, it just shouldn't be that way. No, um, we should think of our customers like a dating scenario, right? If we are trying to build relationships, we cannot ghost our customers after our very first interaction, our very first date. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, honestly, if they don't want to hear, it's terrible. If they don't want to hear from you, if you send them a few messages and you don't hear back, I always say, you know what, until they tell you to stop contacting them, just keep following up. It's okay. Yeah. And sometimes I, like people, people are very, like, I, and I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong. It's not always the most comfortable scenario reaching out to somebody that you don't 100% know, but they cannot bite you. And sometimes I will even make a joke of it. If they haven't responded back to me in let's say two or three times, I'll say, Hey, just your local, like jewelry stalker. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> Love that. Oh my gosh. I'm, okay. Writing it down. I'm going to make fun of myself in this scenario to make light of it because none of this is serious. Yes. I always tell people that we are not life and we are not in a life and death business. 
I absolutely feed my family and I love this business more than anything, but I'm not saving lives. I'm not giving out lungs. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) you know what I mean? I do. I so know. We always say there's no soap emergencies, right? I say there's no jewelry emergencies. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And so I feel like, I feel like our customers appreciate and the feedback I've gotten has been super positive. Um, and follow up, like my follow-up system, you guys, I'm going to yeah, tell that's you what I was going to ask you about next is do you yeah. have a system that you work with? This is going like to blow systems. Gonna blow your freaking mind. Okay. Oh, are you ready? Can't wait. can't wait. I take my customer list. I split it into four groups. Each one of those groups is contacted once a month on the week. So if it's customer column, number one, they are contacted on the first week. Customer column number two on the second week. I make notes and it's all in a little Excel spreadsheet. I like to print it out. I'm actually one of those people that still likes to have a pen and paper, but my customer list is constantly growing. So I have a little note beside them that just says, you know, A, did they purchase? B, did we have a conversation? Did they respond? And if they responded, what did they tell me? So you know what? If they fall in that column, and I don't hear back from them, I'm still gonna contact them the following month, or if they made a purchase, I'm gonna make sure to ask them about that purchase the following month. Because if you don't have a connection point with them and you're just doing a cut and paste, that connection is not, it's not- People are far more likely to disregard, and I know this from personal experience, when I feel like I've had a message that is sent to me via cut and paste, I think it's okay to ignore it because they didn't take the time to personally message me. So it's probably personally message 25 people. Are they going to notice if I don't message back? But if I thought it was a personal message, I would never, ever ignore somebody. And ask a question. Always, always leave the, the message if you're going to, because I mean, let's just talk about how we actually contact people. The telephone yeah, is going to ask you that next, actually. How are you? Re- like, what are you using? Messenger and text message. I ask them which one they prefer. Nobody's going to tell you, call me, unless they're your aunt Josephine and no, she just. We're living in the year 2019. No one wants yeah. you to pick up the phone and call them. In fact, I screen my every call that I get. I, I do too. I do too. And so what I will say is that's the best way because they can respond in their time. A lot of times for especially busy moms, it's 11 o'clock at night. You're not going to have a phone call. They may be an early riser too. So they might be t- messaging you at 630 in the morning. So you actually ask them what time is that? Like, or like what? No, no, no. Um, when I message them, yeah, when I message them, I don't anticipate, I, like, they, I, like, kind of give it 24 to 48 hours before I expect to even hear back, but I always, I always try, and, like, when I'm messaging them, leave it with a question, an open-ended question. Of course, my dog's going <laughs> to Well, we're keeping it super that. real over here. Keeping it real. There we go. And last question for you about following up. Do you train your team to do exactly what you do? Do you ha- like? Do you have any tips around for the leaders that are listening to this message? I find that it's it's easy to do the system ourselves. Sometimes it's difficult to to show everybody what to do. So absolutely. So I I have shared I've shared my system uh, with my team, and I have other members of my team that have great systems that work as well. And I feel like we're in an industry where one size doesn't fit all, and that we're we're um, 
more information gatherers. So what I always encourage people is if you don't have a system, try this one and maybe it will evolve for you. And if you um, like, you know, the other, if you like Stephanie's system better, then use Stephanie's system. I won't be offended, but make sure you have a system. Right. So it doesn't matter what system you use. You can use post-it notes, push, like put up all around your walls if you want to, but you need to have a system. Yes. That is the top thing. Like, and that's the one thing that I, um, I will say that I wish I'd known when yes. I started that I am so grateful that I know now. And you know what? I was actually having this talk in a pacing group on my team this week, and someone was just kind of criticizing themselves for not having a system beforehand. And I said, look, we got to let go of yesterday. Yesterday does not matter. What matters is what you start today. And someone's yeah. like, okay, well, when are we going to start this new system that we're going to use? I'm like, now. There is never any time better than now. Yes. And I think also what people do uh, or what we see in this industry is people are looking for permission. Yes. Right. To yep. go. And it's like, we are all our own islands. We are all our own bosses. We signed up because we wanted to be our own bosses. I'm not going to tell you when to go. You go when you're ready to go. Yeah. 100%. And I'm not going to check your work. Nope. No, you got to own it. To speak for themselves. I, I think that people need to see the success in trying these systems. So when I tell people to try something, I always tell them to try it for three or four weeks because you may not see immediate success right off the first couple days, but don't give up. Yes. Right? And don't, yes. don't let your feelings get hurt by a couple of ignored messages because sometimes people are just so busy, but they still appreciated your check-in and it does leave your name more top of mind for them if you, than if you had not done it in the first place. You got it. You got it. And I will leave you with one thing. If okay. I haven't told you, have, have I told you about my five and five yet? I don't think so, but remind me. Just okay, this is a follow-up system that's very easy to implement for somebody who's new to the business yep. um, that is looking for a way just to get started on follow-up because they might not have a huge list of customers to follow up with. So what I say, and it's, it's, it's also a great thing to have an accountability partner with, is you're going to make a list of 25 people and each day for five days, you're going to contact five of those people. And it's called five and five. At the end of the day, once you've contacted those five people, you're going to go into your messenger with your pacing partner. And you're just going to say, did my five. And what it does is it's just planting that intention every single day to even work on your business for five minutes. It takes five minutes. It takes less than five minutes to contact five people. Oh, 100%. And so, Sorry, I'm a little quiet because I'm writing that down. That's okay. Um, so how, and I always say, how do we get started with that? It might just be a question about, um, you know, it might be a question in my industry where we're a bath and body industry. So, you know, Hey, did you have a chance to try that soap sample I sent over or Hey, you know what? I just noticed that your, your baby's having trouble with diaper rash. I've really got a great product. Can I give you a sample? Just some way to connect with them personally. Yeah. And so you have those notes, you've got those 25 people. And then just to have that accountability partner is so key. So we have, we have started that with our team that are just starting in the industry and the, the uh, results have been awesome. So I love that. I really like the, like, I like the idea of also giving them a system that they can start with right off the hop because it is harder to implement once you have 
hundreds and hundreds of customers, it can seem overwhelming, though you should still find some way to start now. But yeah. I like the idea of really training them about these reach outs, because I think sometimes um, what happens is we only reach out when we absolutely need something. And then it becomes too self-serving. And I think when you do things in this business that are self-serving, it really defeats the whole point, which is to build relationships in order to build your business. You got it. Exactly. Love it. Okay. So Ali, you need to tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Tell them the link to your blog. I'm certain they're going to want to go check it out. Thank you. Yeah. So my blog is www. Do you even have to say that anymore? I don't Thrive. Do anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like, it's just, it seems funny. So my blog is thrivewithally.com. And you can also find me at, uh, on social with thrive with Ali on Instagram. And Ali is a L L I E. Yes. Thank you. And, um, if you're looking to follow my business page with Tiber river, it's thrive with Tiber T I B E R. Thanks Lori. No problem. Thank you so much for being on with me and being, being my very first guest. My pleasure friend. This was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. Okay guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you loved Ali as much as I do. And if you guys know of anybody else who's rocking out their network marketing business, send them my way because I think there is so much that we can learn from one another. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.